You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, and welcome to the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. This podcast is designed specifically for those in their 40s and 50s trying to navigate the rough waters of uncertainty. I'm Scott, and I'm your host, and I'm glad you're aboard as we embark on another episode together. There is a silent killer that leads to isolation, depression, loneliness, and decline, and it's located right within each of us. You may have heard it called inner dialogue or self-talk, the things we tell ourselves. I want to highlight in this podcast episode the importance, the power the impact that you, what you're telling yourself is going to do to you as you move from your third quarter to your fourth quarter, your 40s and your 50s to your 60s and your 70s. Psych Hub talks about self-talk as being conversations that take place in our minds. They shape our beliefs. They influence our emotions and our behavior. And a repeated self-talk can actually become what we consider fact. That's the power of self-talk. We tell ourselves something so long that we begin to believe it as fact. Then we filter everything we hear so that the things that we hear that support the way we believe, we say, see there, I told you. And then when we hear something that is contrary to what we believe as fact, we say, ah, forget that. That's an anomaly. That doesn't really fit. I wish there was a way that I could convey to you just how powerful our self-talk is. Not only that, but how it's literally shaping where we're headed and who we are and who we're going to be as we age. Certainly, as we age, there is decline. That's, there's no question about that. However, there is a fantastic fourth quarter awaiting us, and we can leave a lot of that experience on the table depending on our self-talk. That's why I'm talking about that today. Negative thinking, negative self-talk, it distorts a positive outlook. It detracts from a positive outlook. Psych Hub says we begin to personalize. And what personalizing is, is when you see yourself as the cause of all the bad things in your life. And like I said before, filtering, that's when you focus on the negative information and you ignore positive information. Here's what's really going on. If I'm trying to hire somebody to replace me so that I can step back and move into my fourth quarter without having to do all the stuff in my business, and I'm having a hard time finding the right person, let's say I ask myself, why can't I find the right person to replace me? Here's what happens. You ask that question and imagine a bunch of little men, team of people in your head. And there's a team leader and the team leader says, okay, everybody gather around. He wants to know why he can't find that perfect replacement for his business. So let's go into all the files, look at his history, look at his experiences. Let's see what we can find. And someone pulls out a file and says, here, eight years old, he disappointed his parents and did this. So maybe that will be part of the justification as for why he can't find a good replacement in his business. And the team leader says, Ooh, that's good. Who else? And someone else pulls up a file and says, well, he's really not good at research. He had a hard time in high school trying to put research together. Ooh, that's good. So they put all this together 
and they make a case and they present that case to that person and says, here's why you can't find somebody to replace you so that you can move on to bigger and better things. See, this team of people in your head, they don't say, oh, you'll be able to find somebody. Don't worry about it. No, they take it at face value what you ask yourself. Why can't I? So they say, here's why you can't. This is a tremendously powerful dynamic that's going on. And we may not even realize it. When you ask a negative question, you get negative evidence. Negative evidence to a negative question is constricting. The walls come moving in and squeezing you and options drop off and you have no other options. The beautiful thing about this is just change the question. Change the question. Instead of saying, why can't I find a suitable replacement for me so that I can step out and move on to better things and things that I'm more aligned with, ask yourself, how can I? How can I find a suitable replacement? How can I? That's a positive question. This same team inside your head, the team leader is going to bring, say, okay, everybody gather around. He wants to know how he can find a suitable replacement. So let's go into the files. Let's find out. Well, he is good at making relationships, developing relationships. Good. Let's add that to the evidence. Who else? And they do all this research and they put this, they, this case together and present it to you and say, here is how you can find a suitable person to replace you so that you can move on to your next adventure. All of this is taking place in your mind, your self-talk, your inner dialogue. Negative self-talk drags you down. Positive self-talk forces you up. Options diminish with a negative question. Options flourish in a positive question. Which would you choose? I have to believe that, that your answer to that question is, I would choose positive questions, positive self-talk. But isn't this all a bunch of woo-woo? I'm certain that there are people out there that will distort anything that is legitimate. What is legitimate about self-talk, and I speak to this from personal experience, is that when you are negatively talking to yourself, you are diminishing the ability to become the fullest expression of your unique God-given design. When you introduce positive self-talk, you open wide the doors of becoming the fullest expression of your unique God-given design. And what happens when you are becoming the fullest expression of your uniqueness, fulfillment in today goes up and regrets of tomorrow go down. We were designed to express. And if we're asking ourselves negative questions and if we're telling ourselves negative things, then we are only delaying and detracting ourselves from this full expression. And it's our choice. Self-talk is a personal choice. No one is making you talk to yourself the way you talk to yourself. It doesn't matter even if someone else tells you you're no good or you can't keep up or what's wrong with you. Someone outside of you asking you those questions doesn't mean that you have to ask those questions of yourself. You are in total control of what you say to yourself. So here's something. It was a TED video. 
by Mark Cordon. And I thought it was really interesting because what he said was there's a nuance in self-talk where a lot of people will suggest that you say, I can do this. I can beat this thing. I can be successful at this speech. He refers to, Mark refers to some research that was done of some people who were going to give a speech and they grouped them into two cohort groups. One cohort was encouraged to use self-talk that said, I can do this. I can beat this. I can be successful at this. The other cohort group was encouraged to use self-talk that included them referring to themselves by name and using the word you instead of I. So if I were in that cohort group, they would be encouraging me to say, Scott, you can do this. Scott, you can get out on that stage and you can give that speech. What they found after the speech of all both cohorts was the cohort that was encouraged to use, I can do this. They had more difficulty and self-analysis and they were harder on themselves than the other cohort group that was encouraged to use self-talk that included their first name and the word you. I love that because that's, based on research, that is enough of a twist of self-talk that it's not just positive self-talk, but it is targeted positive self-talk. So I encourage you to grab a piece of paper or your favorite tablet or your open up your laptop and make a list of about 10 positive self-talk affirmations. And when you do that, make sure that you include the pronoun you instead of I and include your own name. Scott, you can finish this podcast. Scott, you have what it takes to be successful as a coach. These are incredibly powerful phrases that you can use. Got to recognize we are given so many opportunities to get down on ourselves. We need to turn the tide and having 10 phrases that you can start off with is a good start. Think about some of the things that you are verbally saying to other people. That would be a good indication of the kind of self-talk you're giving yourself. I fit into this category myself. I'll say to somebody, I have to go to work. I have to take this call. I can't because I've got to do something else. I can't go with you to the game because I have to go to work. Notice the words, I can't and I have to. They come from an attitude that is within where we are being controlled. The locus of control is outside of us. We don't have agency. We feel like our job is controlling us. Our circumstances are controlling us. And so we say, I have to do this. I have to clean the room. I have to do the laundry. Just like changing the question from a negative question, why can't I, to a question, how could I, change the perception of what is controlling you. Instead of saying, I have to, say, I get to. Instead of saying, I can't, say, I won't. There's a subtle but powerful difference in approaching life in this way. The reason I am sharing so much about self-talk is because it is a subtle, destructive enemy to those of us in our 40s and our 50s trying to make sense of a world that is changing while we are changing as well. Some of you are facing aging parents while watching your grandkids. Some of you 
are in a business you started that you no longer enjoy as much as you used to, and you're wondering to yourself, what's wrong with me? Some of you, your business has been purchased, and as an employee, you are now doing a job you weren't originally hired to do. Maybe you're in charge of younger people, people younger than you, and they run faster, and you can't keep up, and you're asking yourselves, why can't I keep up? You're in the third quarter. You're on the brink of a fourth quarter, a second curve, a fantastic time of life. Don't let your self-talk drive you to isolation and depression and decline and loneliness. Change your self-talk and you will change your future. This has been another episode of the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast. I want to encourage you to consider joining the Serve Strong, Finish Strong community. There are people joining, and some of the reasons that they're sharing they're joining are fantastic. Here are a couple of examples. I'm joining because I want to grow and be challenged. I'm joining because I'm transitioning away from my career and into a fourth quarter adventure. I'm joining because I've been in the liminal space for a couple years now, and I want to get out of that. I'm joining because I could use some mentorship and encouragement. I'm joining to connect with like-minded Gen Xers who have similar priorities to me. I'm joining because it sounds interesting as I am in that phase of life. I'm joining because I'm looking for resources and guidance in next steps as I get later in my career. And I'm joining because I'm at a point in my life where I have two career options and I'm unsure if I want to do either or both. So what is the community? The community is a social media platform unlike social media platforms. It is a platform that is void of annoying and pesky ads. It is void of political or religious ranting. It is a platform where you get to choose the algorithm of the newsfeed. You can connect with other people who are in the same stage of life as you, and it's all free. So if you're interested in joining the community. I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you're listening, go to www.finishstrong.me, www.finishstrong.me, and request to join the community. It's a growing community. There are a lot of resources that are being added almost daily, and there's no need to go through the third quarter and into the fourth quarter by yourself. So I encourage you to join the community. I'll be there. I will welcome you with open arms. Be sure to visit the show notes for all the information you need from this episode. And please subscribe to the podcast to get notified of new episodes and share this podcast with someone else you know who is struggling in their 40s and 50s to try to make sense of what's going on in their life. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.